Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? It's episode 86 of Stick and Rink Sports and Entertainment. We're back once again with the three lovely lads from Vancouver, BC. Always ripping it up, always keeping it immature, and giving you opinions whether you like it or not. We've got Josh Gertson on the mic. How you doing, Buster Beats? What's up? Oh, harder, baby. Oh, what's going on, fellas? We're back, uh, but with no hockey. But uh, we're doing well. Uh, I'm I'm chilling at my house right now. The boys are on Discord, and here we are. Hell to the yeah, Raf. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, Raf, Daddy, producer Raf, Daddy. Good man, just hanging out here, living the dream. Not are leaving you? the four walls of my room in like the last five days, so I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> are you currently focused on the podcast? Would you say? Yeah. Why? Are, is your attention on the podcast? Yeah, why? He's That's asking it. if you're gaming right now. Are That's you AS, AS, are you ASDF? What is that? The four, is that the four key the letters on the keyboard that gamers use? WASD. Always down to pod. W fuck. WASD. Fuck. No man, I'm I'm chilling. I got Discord open on one screen. I got OBS open on the other for recording. We're chilling. <laughs> I just realized that Josh tried to make an acronym out of it. <laughs> Always. I thought I thought you said eighty. I don't know why I thought you said ADT. Like always, always down to pod, dude. I don't, I don't know. There you That's go. A, See, Josh's mind is always focused on the podcast. That's always, dope, dude. dude. I love it. Elijah, um, how so are you doing, buddy? I am doing. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I. What did I do? I came inside. Uh, the girlfriend's away, and I have a personal day today. What a great time to do a podcast. Yeah, um, I've got a giant to do list of just like dumb things, like really just dumb things out of nowhere. That like you're not going to get done. Uh, no, I, I I intend on doing it. Like I probably will not get it done though. You're right. Okay. That's um, fine. On the list of things to do. So uh, I know we, we kind of mentioned it the last podcast when Jordan was on with us. We kept calling him the auctioneer. So maybe I'll give a quick little quick little snippet of that. There was locally at one of the Able auctions, there was like a sporting goods and hockey gear auction of like a whole bunch of mostly new stuff. I think some of it was was like used a couple times, but mostly new gear. And it was just like all like hockey padding, sticks, skates, whatever you have it. And yeah. I, ended up, I ended up bidding on one thing. Cause I, like we all know a bunch of our friends are starting hockey. And so everyone's <laughs> looking for new gear. And I was like, fuck you, this is sick. It's an item that has three pairs of large hockey pants. And I was like, that's fucking dope. I can like, and it was for, I, I won it for like 98 bucks. And I was like, that's easy, dude. These are normally like 50, 60, sometimes 80 bucks each. And then I fucking look at the item mm-hmm. after I won it. And it said fucking junior, dude. (laughs) But somehow they fucked up and I got one pair of adult XL pants. And now I have, I also have two pairs of junior large size fucking warrior pants. They're so sick. These guys probably looked you up on Facebook after you placed your, after you placed your bid and they're like, yeah, he's, he's going to need something bigger. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or they're like, dude, who is this like fucking creepy guy buying pants? Is he going to like stand outside the arena and like, hey, kids, you want to buy some warrior hockey pants? Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's actually what I'm going to do. I'm going to mark it up though. But I'll be outside of the physical intimidation. They'll want to do it. So you're basically going to scalp off pants. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking putting them on marketplace, dude. That's one of my jobs. I'm going to marketplace sell some things. Dude, that's actually sick. I You're love hustling. Doing that. Love hustling on marketplace. Um, so I think the fan base has probably noticed though. 
we're back on Discord. Um, fucking some things have been happening. Yeah, some things, dude. The Tennessee Titans have eight positive cases of <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. It's infiltrating the NFL. So we decided personally, this was the only reason that we're doing the Discord chat is that because the Tennessee Titans have eight cases, we should probably stop meeting up just for today. Yeah. And just do our part in limiting the spread, you know, flatten yep. the curve, fuck up the curve, <laughs> punch the curve right in the fucking gullet. Right in the taco and, yeah. and ke- <laughs> Jesus. Right where Donald Trump grabs apparently. <laughs> in some prez talk later on. What do we have this episode? I mean, we're going to wrap up the NHL season a little bit. We're, we're going to wrap up the Chell season. We got some fucking, we're going to talk about that presidential debate, man. Right. We got some fancy football. Did we even decide on goats and votes? I don't even think we're doing a goats. No, and votes today. dude. Did you guys see my last questions that I put down on the list there? I feel like well, uh, we can like, uh, we can, I, I don't know. You can look at it later, but we, I, I feel like we can, we can, uh, I don't know. I fucking English we can, is hard we, today. We dude. can, we, we can, can sh- talk for a long time. No, I was going to say, I'm like, we can shell out an episode without a goats and votes. So I think we're fine. I think so. The, the fans need a break too. We can't give them the best segment of their lives every week. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, like it's just like a. Actually, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I was going to no. say something about wanting. You know, they keep coming back for more, but I'm just. I'm not going to touch that one. So it's fine. <laughs> Elijah, I just looked at. <laughs> I just looked at the message that you sent to the group chat about uh, the tennis or what's it called about the Tennessee Titan things. I 100 percent thought you just came came up with that off the dome. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it legitimately yeah. says well, we are discarding again no. because the Tennessee Titans have eight positive cases of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you spoiled it, now they know that I script my intro. I don't always do that. Well, I was gonna Most say, of I'm the like, time they're off the cuff. I don't know, man. You're yeah, a big phony. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Raph. I was I was gonna say, I'm like Raph. How dare you give Elijah that much? Credit? I think he just yeah. came up with that on the spot. Hundred percent, man. Dude, the only impulsive ones on this podcast, I'd say, are you and I. That's well, only when we get fired up, though. Come on, dude. Come on. Yeah, I'm, right, man. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you guys are impossibly <laughs> lame. Maybe that's about it, but... Oh, man, you're so funny. Okay, so... Um, Wait, one last thing. For- oh. Did you guys did you guys catch how I introduced us as Stick and Ring Sports and Entertainment? Yeah, I was yeah. going to call you out on it, but I decided not to. Did you like it? Rebrand. <laughs> yeah, did you? It's slight. It, dude, we'll call it. We're gonna call it the one month rebrand because I feel like when there's no hockey, people know this, and I feel like people listen to us for general sports and entertainment. But we're part of a hockey podcast network, but there's no hockey going on. So just like unofficial rebrand, we're we're sticking ring sports and entertainment until hockey starts up again, probably because we're gonna talk a shit ton of fantasy football all the time, and yep. I bet you there's gonna be a civil war in the next two months. So we'll probably talk about that. <laughs> So, I so mean, where so where is. do we want to go to first with this episode here? Let's. I think we wrap up hockey. Hockey's over. The Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. In my opinion, one of the most verified Stanley Cups of all time. One of the most earned cups of all time. Can I get your thoughts on this, boys? Well, did you see? Um, oh, who was it? He writes for the Toronto Star. But I'm so pretty I'm not sure him is Damian Cox. Damian Cox. Yeah, he's been on Sportsnet multiple times. He yeah. literally said, like, it doesn't compare. And someone on the Lightning, I think it was uh, Barkley Goudreau, just fucking laid into his ass. Like, yeah. like, we're not seeing our families for two plus months. Like, we're in a hotel room. Like, 
And it's true. Like the, the guy's got a point for Damien Cox to say that, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I agree. This has been probably one of the hardest, one of the hardest cups to win. You're, you take fucking three months off. You're not rested. You're not anything. You're, and then you're away from your family. Like what else? Like, you know, and then you're instantly supposed to just like go and just perform. Like that's yeah. hard, man. So credit to the lightning. Like they, they deserved it. The cut, like they needed a cup. Like this has solidified Tampa Bay's legacy. This has solidified their team, but dude, fucking Steven Stamkos, man. Congrats to Steven Stamkos. Like this guy, like he's been through everything, like broken legs, uh, just so many injuries. And to see him win the cup is it's huge. Do you guys remember? Sorry, go ahead, ref. I was gonna say, do you guys remember at the beginning of uh, playoffs when we were talking about uh, talking about and saying how the team that wins the Stanley Cup this year they're always gonna have an asterisk next to that? How do you guys feel about that for Stamkos? Well, I I think if if you're of the mind that the the team has an asterisk on it for the team win, then I imagine like that has to transfer over to the individual. But I think that I think that was a sentiment that was shared amongst most hockey fans before this all started. And I think as the games were played and as the series went on, especially once we got out of the playing round and it was just like back to seven games, seven game series, four rounds. Like, I think that really just for me, at least that eliminated all kind of bias that this did, was not a real Stanley Cup or this did not. This didn't have. I don't think this has an asterisk anymore. Yeah, it just made I, everything yeah. feel a little bit more normal and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. With the I, Steven Stamkos thing, though, like. I don't know. Like this guy, like this guy's been there. What Elijah off the top of your head, do you know what year this guy got drafted? Like 2008, 2009? Yeah, I would say I would say 08, I think. Yeah. Like this guy's been around for so long and he he's performed since day 1. Like I know he I know he's not there. Like he was literally there for one game in the entire playoffs, but like he's a leader in that locker room and you can bet like it's it's killing him to see see himself not on the ice with his teammates winning that but like those guys yeah. know like if there's an asterisk next to his name like it should be taken off like i think that's i don't think there should be one yeah at all. and you know what in terms of asterisks i think that it, it was it's way less of an asterisk to to label it because of, of the whole bubble hockey and COVID and everything i think yeah. there's a little bit more of a case to be made for the fact that he really didn't play that much this playoffs yeah, like I think there's that's kind of always the Mark Andre Fleury one where it's like Matt Murray won some cups, but Fleury's is easier. But going back to Stamkos, I think if he didn't come into that game five, was it or game six or game four? I, I think it was I think game it was four. Game, I think it was game four too. When like what he did there, playing two minute, two and a half minutes, taking one like a couple shifts and scoring a goal, a huge goal. That right yeah. there is enough. Like that's we've had players do way less, and I felt deserved a Stanley Cup. So that is that solidified yeah. him. There's no asterisk. It's Stevens Cup. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, but for the Dallas Stars, man, like, oh my God, listening to Jamie Ben's post game interview like that, it it is heartbreaking. No matter what team, like, I know, like, we hate Boston and everything, but like, when you just have like just that guy up on the podium and he's just so defeated, like, like I don't care what team it is, like, that is like heart wrenching for me because like these guys, like, they all like every single team whether you like him or not, like all these guys work their fucking bag off to be in that league. And like Jamie Ben, like he took three questions. He, he like, he didn't even respond. And if he did, it was no more than like five words, but like 
I don't think we've seen the last of Dallas. Like this team has a really bright future, even though Sagan and Ben are, you know, coming into their prime now. And I think they've still got like three or four years left in their prime. Um, but I don't think this is the last we've seen of this team. So they'll be back, but uh, it definitely sucks for Dallas fans for sure. Do you see you know, the, uh, the whole bit where the uh, Tampa coach wouldn't do the press conference without all of his uh, coaching staff with him? Dude, the, the, yeah, his laugh, dude. John yeah. Cooper. Oh my God, dude. He laughs like the Joker. I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> that was I, legendary. Dude, I watched that video probably like eight times on a loop because he's like, we're going oh, 35 pounds ever. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. That killed me. That murdered me. Yeah. Uh, I, and it, this is, you know what? Back to kind of uh, connecting Damian Cox's tweet into this is. Man, if you don't believe that this was like an earned cup or whatever, then like, what do you think of the Dallas Stars? Like, how these guys feel? Like, yeah. they pretty much they have the exact same situation that that Tampa had, except they win nothing. Like, yeah. they've for like three months away or two months away from their family, hotel life the entire time, and like, you come home empty-handed, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like, like zilch, not. And you and like you don't even Liang. get like I would say in terms of memories, like. Like players always have memories. If you ever hear interviews on other podcasts, when they bring on cup winners of just like how big the parties are afterwards, how, how crazy it was in their home buildings, like just stuff like that, like hockey memories that you get, like obviously Tampa Bay doesn't have those either, but Dallas doesn't have any of those either. Like making this cup run without any of their fans. Like, so I feel like this is not only one of the most rewarding Stanley cups to win, but probably one of the most defeating ones to lose. Well, because you're just alone. Like you're like you're alone. Like there's no fans. There's nothing. No, like it's just like, dude. Like you're like that's it. Yeah. That's like I hate is. to say it in today's mental health world, but like I'm sorry. In this case, they are alone. Yeah. Yeah. But it sucks. Uh, but it, it, it's crazy. You know what's nuts though, E. And I know. We'll, like we'll kind of like. Are we done? T- kind of talking about the cop though. Like is that good? Like I feel. Like- I I got I've got a Dallas Stars point, and then I'm done talking about the cup. Yes, then I've got a couple okay. points. Okay, what's your what's your Dallas Star point? I, on the contrary of you, I I think we have seen the last of the Dallas Stars. I think okay. that in terms of like for the next five years, maybe or like I don't think they're going to be back next year. I don't think they're going to be anywhere close to this next year. Um, and I, I think for the next two or three years, I just think it's going to be like replaced by committee, kind of like what happened to the Jets, kind of like what happened to Nashville. Like, I think it's just another one of those teams where it, what showed me, what, what proved that to me was that it wasn't Jamie Ben, ah, Jamie, sorry, Jamie Ben had a good playoffs. It was not Tyler Sagan and it wasn't really Radula for the last few rounds, you know, like it was yeah. high skin and it was a little bit of Jamie Ben, but it was Pavelski and it was Corey Perry, like who were the biggest yeah. names we talked about in the finals. Those yeah. guys aren't those guys aren't gonna be around for long. Yeah, true winners. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I yeah. just I, I don't think there's really any logical point to, to prove my point, but I just I I think the way the NHL trends nowadays, it's hard to get there once. It's almost impossible to keep getting back there. Yeah, you almost think right. Like, is was Dallas? You know, like that truly, you know, Cinderella story that just didn't pan out. You know what yeah. I mean? With like a 35 year old goaltender. You know, you've got a couple of veteran players like previous winners in Pavelski and Perry and and guys like Jamie Ben and, and Sagan who are still relatively young, but obviously not super young. You know, Radulov, this guy that kind of disappeared from the league, kind of came back like nine years later to play and just lit it up. Like this team has a lot of 
like just a lot of random players to it and just a, like just random headlines to it. And even their head coach, like who, who was it that had the Jim alcohol? Montgomery, I think Jim Montgomery, like, you know, you replace your head coach. Like, you know, I feel like there were a lot of hints of, um, St. Louis in this team. I I, I don't yeah. know why, like in terms, not necessarily in terms of skill wise, but in terms of just like headlines, like there's just, you know, you change goaltenders, right? You know, you went from Bishop to Kadoban and then you've got some good veteran guys that kind of lead the way. So it, I don't know. It's just, it's, I feel like it was the Cinderella story for Dallas that just didn't really pan out. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy. But Dallas dude, like hats off to him, man. Like they're so resilient. Like, they breezed through Vegas like it was nothing, yet they struggled against Calgary. Um, and then yeah. it was kind of evenly matched with Colorado. But So we'll see. I, uh, I saw a pretty interesting tweet the other day. It was, about, it, w- it was about St. Louis, and it said that the St. Louis Blues were the ultimate loser of this, this Stanley Cup playoffs because they, they lost to the Canucks, who lost to the Golden Knights, who lost to the Dallas Stars, who lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's actually like I've just never I've never seen a phrase like that, and I was like, "Whoa, shit!" That makes that's like a that's a tough loss. That pretty much means you lost to like kind of the worst, is which is the Canucks, and that yeah. kind of sucks to say because I never thought about it like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, what do you do? You want to talk about Henrik Lundqvist for a second, or do you want to talk a little Bowen Byram? Um. <laughs> Well, the one thing I want to touch on though is the the hockey season isn't fully done yet. Like we say that this season, like this season now, what like do you the 20- mean? The, just hang on, Elijah. Well, <laughs> you got to let me finish. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know you're. I know no, you're used fuck to, this guy. I don't need to talk. I don't want to uh, let him talk. I I know you're used to finishing first in most situations, but not in this. Stuff, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Really? Even though that this season is wrapped up, we have the draft next week, and I'm pretty sure free agent frenzy is like two weeks away from now. And then we go dark, and then we go dark until December, which is okay. wild to think. So it's like technically, like next season actually starts like next week, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm yeah, sure we'll right. have a draft little special there for the fans. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, we'll jump it back into hockey. We're going to be keeping two episodes a week going pretty much through this entire time we think so yeah i mean just to yeah. see where things end up but so let's talk about Lundqvist. do you want to start or do you want me to i would love for you to kick it off all right well let me just fucking dallas cowboy onside kick this thing off here uh okay. against the falcons <laughs> um so <laughs> low blow dude. yeah i know that that was a true low blow, blow. We'll, we'll get into the falcons later because i'm actually i have a lot to say about that team anyway uh henrik lundquist man this guy like first of all his biggest man rocket in the league like this guy's just a beauty has made so much money um i'm sorry though dude like it's time like it's time to i don't know where lundquist goes from here i feel bad for the guy but like you're like in the words of Jordan, dude, you're just not it. And you're just not <laughs> it anymore. Like they don't need you. You're like the dark night. It's like, you're what, what's the saying? It's like, not the hero, not the hero we deserve, but the, the one we need. I don't know. Whatever, whatever good that one. line is. But like, yeah. dude, like you've had, he's had such a good run. And, but the most looming thing though, with the Rangers and with him is like, one of the greatest players ever to go down without winning winning a cup, and that's gonna that's gonna suck. But he's Hall of yeah. Fame. He's Hall of Fame. 
He's definitely Hall of Fame, and he's definitely that is he's almost king of that list, uh, at least the modern age. I'm he is literally the king. He is the yeah. king. He is the <laughs> yes. best goalie. He is literally the best goalie that we've seen probably post 2006. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that one. He has been but the most consistent. The most. I don't like, know if I agree with that though. Who, think of okay, but think of 2006 up until now. Like who has been? Who is still is, relevant? This is where I league? doubt myself because you have a fucking insane memory. But I, I also just think other names come up, dude. Okay, give me a name. Carey Price. Carey Price wasn't in the league until like 2009 or 10. Well, I'll take the extra three years that Lundqvist had, and I'll still take Carey Price. I don't know, dude. There's like Carey. Okay, Carey Price. Like he, he's good. Like he's unreal. Don't get me wrong. But like in terms of like pure consistency, like without injury, and just like putting up solid numbers, like you know, obviously, like it's a team sport, and you can't rely on your goalie to get you into the playoffs, like Montreal yes. does. Because, but this like in true. terms of just like consistent playoff production year in and year out that's been lunky man like there's no one else like don't get me wrong Tuka Rask has been there for uh for Boston but has never won a cup Jonathan Quick has won a couple but look at where he is now Corey Crawford same thing like these guys are aging but like Lundqvist somehow over all these years can still get it done in the league like he he was still good and like where he started to drop off was when he got hurt and Cam Talbot came in that's kind of like the true end I found of Ev Lundqvist's like true stint as like a surefire starter for the Rangers. Yeah, the, the only point I'll follow that up with is that Carey Price was in the league as of 06, 07, playing 41 games and getting two assists. Two <laughs> assists for the big guy. Let me make sure that you know that in 06, 07, Henrik Lundqvist played 70 games and had zero assists. So <laughs> okay. if that doesn't prove any point, then I don't know. I, you're you're hopeless at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But um, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this though: Does Lundqvist stay in? The, does he stay in the show, or does he? Retire? I think he does. I think he does. I think the sad part is it's not like the days when Broder started shopping around after the the Devils days. And like, yeah. when, where did Broder uh, go after the Devils? I don't even remember. Uh, he went to St. Louis at one point. I don't know if that was the only team, but I remember him being in St. Louis. I don't think he went to St. Louis. That was a goalie. I think he went there as like an assistant GM. Oh, he definitely suited up as a goalie there. I don't know. He, and and afterwards, you're right on that. That's, but it was that's fucking there. weird. Yeah, it was just it was just the Devils, huh? And yeah. he had a, he he legit had a 20 year career from 1993 or even. Yeah, 1993 pretty much all the way till 20, 2014. That's uh, 20, 2013, 2014. The fact that the, the he's Blues, still but. in the league, the fact that he was still in the league until 2014 is actually nuts. That's wild yeah. to me. It's he was insane. in the league before I was born, and like he was there when I was 18. And all, that's, yeah, and all I was doing was getting fucking no reason boners in social studies <laughs> while he was still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. So any other? So Josh, can you just give me? Like when I say the name Bowen Byram, Bowen Byram, what do you think, man? Like I think he's garbage. What do you think? do? You, do you want? Do you want my? Um, do you want my like irrational, just like I Josh want, fanboy I want, opinion, like, or do you I want, want like, like your Josh Stephen A. Smith? Rank? Okay, I want uh, like your Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless. Like, give me the hottest <laughs> take about fucking Bowen Byram here. 
<laughs> I told I told the the guys from the network of the Colorado Islands the the offside by a mile podcast. I think Tyler Jessenberg, and then fuck, I think the other guy's name was it wasn't Darren. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm an asshole. I don't remember. Yeah. You hear that, boys? You should add me on. Um, yeah, Bowen Byram for the, this is for the Colorado boys. Bowen Byram, dude, future Norris Trophy winner. That's my rational decision. That's that's the one. Hey, that's the take. And is that just because you saw him at one <laughs> WHL game? Which dude, I saw. Guys? Dude, I saw him once playing against the Spokane Chiefs, and this guy was just fucking leveling kids, dude. He was leveling them. But I saw him live once, but then. I watched him also at the World Juniors, and like this guy continues, it, like okay. he's good, like he's a good right. defenseman. But it's just a matter of when this guy actually comes into the league. Like defensemen, everyone's like they're late bloomers, they're late bloomers, and you know that may be true. But dude, like you look at some of these guys, like uh, Olio Levy for the Canucks, like that guy got drafted like five or six years ago, and you're kind of waiting, like when's this guy gonna come into the show? And you also look at like someone like Jacob Chitrin, uh, same draft year, I'm pretty sure, like a year later for Arizona. He's already in the league. Like it's just kind of dependent on your team needs, you know? And like right now, you know, Colorado, who do you have? You've got Kale McCarr. Also, fuck you, Colorado. Uh, that was a fucking stuffed ballot box <laughs> against Quinn Hughes, but we don't yeah, have to get into that. That was the main point, whatever. Yeah. Um, Those were a bunch you know, of unsolicited mail-in votes. That's what it was. I'm pretty sure. Isn't Zadorov a... Isn't he a... Yeah, uh, Nikita Zadorov. Yeah, we got yeah. Eric Johnson on their blue line. We've also got um, the young guy, Samuel Girard, I think. Is his name. Yeah, like, you know, Colorado. Like, they have some good pieces. So, you know, that's sometimes can kind of be the disadvantage of being drafted to like an unreal team. It's like, you're going to be invited to camp, but if you don't perform, man, like you're going to be in the AHL for, for a long time and you may not yeah. get out. So and I think the downside with Colorado is they have one of the worst forward groups in the entire league. So they're going to struggle to score goals probably. Yeah. Shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bowen Byram though, this guy's unreal. Love to hear that. Uh, okay, why don't we jump into some NFL talk here? I think, okay. uh, well, sorry, before we jump over to NFL talk, a word from our fellow podcast on the Hawk Podcast Network. Ralph will send it over. Tales with TR, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Follow Terry Ryan on all social media platforms. New episodes every Tuesday or Thursday, wherever you download podcasts from. Fuck yeah. Do you like that? Love that. Thanks, love buddy. That. Appreciate that. I love that for us. Can we just selfishly always send it over there and just put our own ad every time? <laughs> Absolutely. I can make that. Say, every time we'll just say, sorry, dude. Raph just keeps messing up the link. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And then we'll just oh make like God. a new ad every time. It'll be sweet. Yeah. He's gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, dude. There is an iron team. Stick and rink. Let's go. There you go. Uh, fantasy football, Josh. Fantasy football. All think right, you're better buddy. Than me, buddy, you think you're better than me, don't you, dude? Dude, overall record though, I'm way better than you. I'm sorry to say. What do you mean way um, better than so, me? Shut your mouth, dude. Dude, I'm dead shut your serious, mouth, man. You're 26 and 21. I'm 23 and 24. I'm yes. coming back. So you suck. Why don't Why don't we talk? Saying. Why don't we talk about week three? You want to talk about that a little bit? No, I don't. Yeah, I beat you in week three. Did you? Yeah. Fuck you. No, you didn't. 
I had nine points. You had eight. Nice try. Oh, fuck. That's embarrassing. Okay, no. I don't want to talk about week three. I don't want to talk just about week three. Let, well, because you get to talk to me about week four. I just want to ask you, why did you not choose the Dolphins? Dude, you already asked me this. We talked about this oh, last this week. Was like, on are the other you podcast? not fucking there? Oh, my fuck, God. I just dude. wanted to do it again, though. Sorry yeah, to I choose know. the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, your fucking why words. didn't you I pick the Vikings? You. Why didn't you pick the Patriots? I got those are my teams right there. Why did I Whoa. pick the fucking Jets again? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I want to talk to you about is is why why did you why do you like New York, dude? It's a shithole city with shithole teams. And you know what? I forget what I was listening to, but I was listening to fucking something on Barstool. And I'm sorry, but it is embarrassing. For New York to have two teams in every single fucking American sport, and they still can't get it done. Like, are you kidding me with this? Like, this is nuts. The Jets suck. The Giants suck. The Knicks suck. The Nets suck. The Rangers suck. The Islanders are decent. Uh, the Yankees are decent. The Mets blow. Like, where are you at? Like, I hate New York. Like, I don't know why you ride with them. Sorry, you- I just I. I can't. No, that's a perfect. It. That's a perfect state. Raph, what were you going to say? Do you think that Josh? Do you think that New York should combine all their teams for both or for all the sports, and then just make like one super team? Well, financially, that wouldn't make sense. But if there were no salary caps in any sports, hell, fucking yeah! If you do that, well, dude, no, even even the even the part of my take guys from Barstool said if you took the Jets and the Giants and you just like combine both our rosters, they would still be the best awful. player. They would still fucking blow, dude. <laughs> they would suck. They would it's suck. It's not good. No, it's really dude, not good. Like, I'm sorry, Elijah, but like, it's it's getting to the point. Like, when you first pick the Jets against the Niners in Week One, or no, get the Giants. I'm like, okay, like I can maybe see it. Like, you still have Saquon Barkley. You know, you, Daniel Jones is decent. Like, I can I I can see that. Like, I could see you know maybe an upset coming for like the Super Bowl losers. Totally. Yeah. Week two rolls around. Uh, who did you pick? You picked the Jets. Hundred percent, dude. I picked the Jets against the Niners. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. And then you picked the Jets against the Niners. And I'm like, so well, so far in the four in the three weeks, I've gone Jets against the Bills. I went Jets against the Niners, and then I went this last week. I went. Uh, Jets against the Colts, and so far I'm 0 three on the Jets, <laughs> dude. I like, I'm sorry, but like, you have to leave the Jets alone. Like, they can just... we just start Week Four? Can you just read me the first game? Oh God, I'm ready. <laughs> the, okay, do you want? Do you actually know the first game, or do you want me to say it? I just go ahead and say it, dude. So the Broncos at the Jets. Guess who I'm fucking taking? Plus one. I'm taking the the New York football Jets. Let's go. Oh my god, dude! This is gonna be my. This is gonna be my team where I I I didn't understand this when I picked them in week one, but I was signing my life away to the like I'm gonna bet these guys until they win or at least cover. Wait, are you looking? Are you looking at the games right now on Yahoo or no? I looked at I looked at the game for I wanted to see the spread for this first one. Okay, don't look at any more. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I've got it now. So next pick, Indianapolis at the Bears. 
The Colts are minus two and a half. Who do you got? I think I'm going to go with, I'm probably going to go with the Colts. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts. I don't like, I I I imagine Nick Foles starts this game, and whenever Nick Foles starts a game, it doesn't seem to go too well. So No, no. He is the perfect backup. Yeah. You know what he he is? The Colts lately, that hasn't been working out. You know what? You know what Nick Foles is? He is like the Robin Leonard of the National Football League. He does shit a as a it, yeah. he did shit as a starter. Actually, I shouldn't say that. You know, I'm going to retract that entire statement. He's not Robert of the NFL. That was because that's that's yeah. easily inaccurate. Um, okay, the Bengals, <laughs> the Jags at Cincinnati. Bengals are favored minus three. Who are you taking? I think I'm going to go with the Jags. Like the oh. Jags have looked half decent, and no. they struggled last week. So that's okay. Uh, I I'm still waiting. I I think last week I took the Eagles against the ba- against the Bengals because I feel like we haven't seen really how bad the Bengals can actually be. And like, then I they know fucking Joe Burrow decent. Yeah, <laughs> and then like granted the Eagles played quite shit, but I also think we haven't seen the bottom of the barrel for the Eagles or for the Bengals yet. So I'm going with the Jags because I like a little Gardner Minshew. And really, I have nothing else. I mean, Miles Jack. Like there was really no other names you could say on this team. I, mean, I, I don't like, know anyone else on the Jags except for Gardner Minshew. And I'm pretty sure Tom Coughlin was their head coach at one point. Um, he was like the defensive coordinator up in the booth. Yeah. So, okay. Here's, and COVID here's an would literally one. take that lives, that man's life if he got it. He's so dude, old. Dude, this next matchup actually, like, it actually makes me want to hate my life. Like, I may not even pick a team. I might just take the L because I hate it. The Browns at the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus four and a half. Oh, baby. You dude, you like, ah, I, dude, I'm not, I'm I don't, dude, here. I don't think, I, I don't think I'm going to pick a winner. I think I'm going to leave that. What blank. do you mean? Because they're both dis. Honestly, watch this game tie. Watch this. That game is not that, that game does not have tie in it. It is not dude, in the ingredients list for that one. Because here's the thing. You pick Cleveland, they lose. You're like, dude, why am I picking the Browns? You pick Dallas and they lose. You're like, why am I picking the Cowboys? Like, it's it's honestly well, this, on this matchup. This matchup is a lose lose situation because here's the other thing: is then even if it hits, like even if you pick the team that wins or covers the spread, you're going into next week being like, yeah, dude, like they beat the Cowboys or like they beat the Browns, and then and then both teams are going to lose next week. Mark my words. I'm calling that's that. Good, right that's now. a good take. Without knowing the matchups, that's a good take. Yeah, I do like that aggressive approach. I would. Uh, I, I my first instinct as I'm leaning Cowboys here. I I like the Cowboys against the against the Seahawks, and even looking back at that pick later, I still like it because like that was a shootout of a game. Yeah, and I think that this this kind of shapes up to be almost a similar game, except. The, the the Browns are gonna run the ball, dude. They just they run they have the best running backs in the league right yeah, now. True. And so I, I think this if 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 the Browns get out to a lead, it's gonna be hard to shake if if they get out to a two possession lead, it's gonna be hard to shake them off that. Yeah. But I mean it, crazy things happen. So my my pick's still out on that one. My first instinct is leaning boys though. Okay. Saints at the Lions, Saints are minus four. I'll take the Lions, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll take the Lions. <laughs> Give me Kenny Galladay all day. All right. Steelers at the Titans. Steelers are minus two. Now, this game is going to be postponed 
until next That's Monday true. or Tuesday. Sorry, is it is it postponed all the way until, like, not the Tuesday, like, two days after everyone else. It's, like, the week after that? Like, I think it's, po- well, it was originally on Sunday. Yeah. So it's postponed until, like, the next day or the day after. Oh, okay, okay. So just an extra day or two. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that completely changes everything, Josh. So I hate I hate the Titans, dude. I fucking hate Tennessee. Is it because you're choosing them? It's because they're three and zero, yet they're zero and three covering the spread. So I'm up. Yeah, <laughs> I've given up on Tennessee. Like, so you're and, taking the Steelers, eh? I'm I'm, I'm taking Pitt. I I like Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is a weird spread. I don't. I'm surprised that the Steelers are only minus two. I'm surprised that Yeah, sick, sick audio, Josh. Um, I think that (laughs) I'm I'm almost positively going to go Steelers here. I think the spread's a bit whack. I imagine the betting sites have probably overloaded a bit, and they're probably inflating that line. But I mean, the Steelers' defense, like you can't give the Steelers' defense with a capable offense minus two against the Titans. That's just, yeah, that's an easy one. I might, I might bet the mortgage on that game coming up. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, Seahawks at the Dolphins minus six and a half for the Dolphins. I'm joking. Uh, you mean for the yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, least, that was a, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah this I did is another that. one, dude. The Seahawks are gonna kill this game. Like, all this right, even close. Unless, unless this is this the Tua game. Dude, if they put two in against the Seahawks, Fuck. I'm gonna be so upset, dude. You can't do that, man. This dude, guy the Seahawks come, defense is not good. It doesn't matter, dude. This guy comes out of a winning culture from Alabama. If you're gonna put two in, you have to put them up against a shitty NFL team to like get the confidence up. That's how you make like a quarterback <laughs> feel nice. Unless you're Joe Burrow, where you're just like thrown into the ring of fire and you're like, Okay, we didn't draft you an offensive line, just you know, don't get hurt, and then we'll just. I see what I, I kind of think the opposite, dude. I don't think you shelter a guy like at all. I think you just throw him in there. You figure out who he is, man. I mean, and that's true. I, I, mean, I also don't think you give up on him as quickly as people do, like the whole Josh Rosen thing. Like, I don't think you you fucking ditch the guy after a year. But no, um, no, no, God, no. Uh, I mean, to be fair though, could you imagine being Justin Herbert? First start, you're like, yeah, congratulations. You're going up against Kansas City, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he started that game, right? Oh, he did? No, because, yeah, Tyrod Taylor's out right away. Yeah, because he got a punctured lung from his own trainer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chargers. Well, thanks for my pick, dude. I got Seahawks. It's an easy one. Seahawks, Unless Tua starts. If it's literally, it's not even I have to think about it. If Tua starts, I take the Dolphins. If dude, if Tua, if Tua starts, mark my words, I'm going to take the fans. I'm easily going to take the Dolphins. <laughs> um, Chargers at the box. Box are minus seven and a half. I think I'll take the Chargers on this. I hate you. I, I don't want to like know why. I don't want to know why. So I just want to move on. It just comes down to, okay, whatever, Josh. Uh, here's it just comes intri- down to numbers, man. Seven and a half is not a good football number for the box. That's fair. Um, Baltimore at Washington. Here's an interesting spread. <laughs> Minus 13 for Baltimore. Oh, boy. <laughs> like Coming off times- a loss, too. Yeah. Listen, before I get my pick here, what we saw on Monday Night Football was exactly what the Ravens are. They are frauds, dude. 
They're absolute phonies. This is what you should expect with the Ravens team. It's it's regular season dominance against teams that are just slightly worse than them or at least the same level as them. But when it comes to playing a team that is just a better version of them or just a, a sorry, a different modeled version of them with a better quarterback, it's no it's no contest, dude. They don't have the playmakers. Like Kansas City has elite level fucking MVP level playmakers and the the Baltimore Ravens, yeah, Lamar Jackson won an MVP, but in terms of big games, the guy has not made MVP plays and neither has Mark Andrews, neither has Hollywood Brown. Like these yeah. guys don't make they don't make big big game big plays. You know, you know it's an interesting thing and I I was watching I was just watching this game and I look at Kansas City and like these guys are so disciplined like they like they're just so dialed in and and Baltimore seems to be like this kind of like swag you know kind of cocky like cocky team and it's yeah. just like two different it's it's like you know the Chiefs have the skill to back it up, but like the Ravens have some swag, dude. Like they do. Like they're they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. And Kansas City is just very like systematic, and if that's the right word, like they're very just like dialed in to like everything that's happening on the field. Um, but like Baltimore, dude, like they've got some flair, man. Like they can sling it with the best of them. So I'm not you know, fully about to just write, like write this team off just yet. I mean, it's week. It was week three. You know, it's, it's not the end of the world. Um, it's okay. I'll do I, it for you. I will take the pen from your hand and I will officially write them off. Okay. So As being, no, they will lose their first playoff game this year. Who do you have in the Washington game against Baltimore? Uh, I will take, <laughs> even after all that, I cannot take Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins is bad, <laughs> especially with a name like Dwayne, like, bro, like you're a quarterback. Like, oh, you don't like Dwayne, dude. You're literally a guy that works at a Walgreens on like a Sunday morning when you're buying like a plan B pill or something. I don't know. Jeez, that's <laughs> an aggressive take about anyone named Dwayne out there. I'm just that. I'm really saying. not a bounty hunter guy. Not really. Okay. That explains a lot. Okay. Cardinals at the Panthers. Cardinals minus three and a half. Oh, man. I think, dude, did you see Teddy Bridgewater this week? He was nice. He looked nice he out was there. Nice. Raffle, did you see Teddy Big Dick Bridgewater out there? Oh, yeah. It looked super nice. He looked nice out there. I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater plus three and a half. All right. I like it. Uh, Minnesota and Houston. Fucking basement uh, teams right now. These are two of my favorite teams right now, but I'm going to take the Texans. Yeah. I think that they haven't had a chance. They've had one of the <laughs> toughest schedules to begin with. And do you even want to know the spread or do you know? Uh, I think you, you said, right? Three Minus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable with that pick. I mean, I, this is, this was, this reminds me of the, uh, which game. It reminds me of the Browns Cowboys where I like picking both of those teams right now. But they're yeah. playing each other. I like, I like picking the Vikings and the Texans all the time, but I'll probably have to go with Texans on this one. Okay. Uh, oh, God. This one's brutal. Uh, Giants at the Rams. Okay. <laughs> the spread is minus yeah, that's 13. That's going to be close, dude. Okay. 
Minus Almost 13. Two possession game to start. You're telling me I get a 13 nothing lead right after the first whistle. <laughs> That's a tough one to say no. That oh is a tough one God. not to I took I took the Jets last week merely because of the plus 11 and I was I was riding that high the entire game. <laughs> yeah, now, until until the first play of the game was a pick six. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually one of the worst things to see. Um <laughs> But even out, hey, even after the pick six, Sam Darnold gets the ball back, and I'm still winning. I'm still up four nothing. So yeah. I mean, that's the way I look at it. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, like I'm glad that Raph's not a football fan because he'd easily be a glass half empty, and you're a glass half full type of guy on <laughs> yeah. that situation. Oh, it's a glass. I'm a glass is overflowing. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and the water well's running out. But I'm probably gonna take. Uh, I'm a psycho, dude. I'm, I'm an absolute psycho. I'm going to take the Giants. Dude, don't take them. But, okay. I'm going to make a few smart picks this week. Last week, I made too many smart picks, and it Elijah. So I'm going to make a few smart picks this week, and it's going to look great on paper. Don't worry about it. No. No, it's not going to look good on paper because here's the reason why. Sorry. Yeah, you're you've right. Been, it's going to look good afterwards. So. You've been saying to me that you're going to be riding the Rams all season long. Dude, <laughs> this is shooting fish in a barrel, dude. This is an easy dub for the Rams. Yeah, oh, it is, dude. I hate you. You're lucky I don't jump off this podcast. It's what's like, what's, in here, what's the out. score? What's the score that you see? What score do you think is happening? Like 30. You think 33-10? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Even in that big of a score, I only lost by fucking 10 points. Dude, Aaron You still Donald, lost, though. Dude? I know, but I'm justifying it. Just give me a dude, dude, Aaron Donald is going to eat Daniel Jones. He's Let going to You know what? Him. If, it, if it makes, if it satisfies you, I could say that I'm going to take the Rams, but... A disclaimer should be mentioned at the beginning of every football segment that if I ever choose against an underdog of double digits, I'm very prone to switching that pick at any moment. Because I will open the Yahoo app and I'll go on there and I'll see plus 13, plus 11, plus 12 and a half, and I'll go fucking crazy and I'll choose it. It's just a symptom. It's, a, it's something I have with me. I can't explain it. Oh, God. All right. Here's an interesting one. Uh... Patriots at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus seven. Chiefs are minus seven, hey? I'm taking I'll, the Pats in this one, dude. Yeah, I like the Pats on a, on a plus seven. Yeah, after, I'll take that. After a decent, like Bill Belichick, I feel like when he gets triggered after a loss, like he was after that last one, I don't think that lasts for just one week. Like, I think he's like, he's, he's now triggered for the next month. Yeah. Because of that loss that they had against the Seahawks. Yeah, I agree. And I think it will pass. Um, okay, Bills and Raiders. Bills are minus three. Oakland is Ooh. the home team. Or sorry, Las Vegas is the home team, I should say. Yeah, come on, dude. Uh, easy pick. Consensus, it's the Bills. Yeah, Bills, nice. it has to be. Like, this team's not it's, real. It's Bills. It's always funny when you make your predictions and you say to yourself, okay, if these come true, what's everyone's record? And you're trying to tell me the Bills are a four and team, like that's tough. But even the Steelers, like I think the Steelers would be three and right? Or four and uh, yeah, they could be. Yep, for sure. Um, that's nuts. Okay, Eagles at the 49ers. 49ers are minus seven on this one. 
But I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is back. He might be back, which which is why the spread might be a little bit bigger than most people expected. I don't know if they expected anything different. Do they? The spread was minus. It was it was eleven against the Jets, and I think they beat them by like like thirty three points. Yeah, it was true. Bad. Yeah, so, it was, and I think I mean even with all their injuries, let's say all their injuries are the exact same this week over, even Kittle and Garoppolo and everyone. I think I'm still taking the Niners. Like, yeah, Mullins looked okay. He looked good enough. Yeah, true. And, and Carson Wentz looks like a tire fire. So, yeah, he's yeah he's not good right now. Um, okay, here's, and I'm gonna say interesting, even though it might not be interesting. The Falcons at the Packers. Packers are minus seven and a half. Oh. Ooh. I'm, Ooh, that's... There is part of me. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lead this one in. Okay. There is part of me that wants to take Atlanta for the sole purpose that Atlanta's gonna have like a twenty-four nothing lead, and then Mason Crosby is gonna hit a game-winning field goal, and I'm still gonna cover the spread. Okay. Like okay. Atlanta. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that story. Like, it's just like they, they're going to get a lead. Like, like mark my words, Atlanta is going to be leading in this game for, I'm going to say more than one quarter. Yeah. Like, well, they're going to, they're going to piss this, it like, away. They're going to piss it away somehow. I don't know how but they're going to, but they still might cover the spread. Like, I don't see them truly losing by eight points. I can see them losing. But it's because of a blown lead, which usually means they're losing by like five or four or three or two. Man, I, I think, fuck, I, I, the way that Atlanta's offense has looked these, these, three, these first three games, they've not looked bad. They've been putting no. up points, dude. No. Um, and then now you, now you couple this with playing Green Bay, who I mean is, is obviously, this, is, this could be a shootout again. And if it's yep. ever a shootout, you do not want a seven and a half spread. That's not good. No. Nope. And I, I don't know. Like, is is Green Bay's defense notably good? I have I have such a hard time following NFL deep, like NFL, um, like player personnel, just because of how much changes there is over the off season. Yeah. But I mean, I'm looking at it now. It says they have the seventh ranked defense in the league. So that's not bad. Not yeah. Bad. You're top but, ten. I mean, I think the Falcons are going to win some games this year. That, that's, I don't know if you guys noticed. That's a line I use all the time when, when trying to justify football. I'll say they're going to win games this year. It's probably going to be this one. And I think yeah. I'll probably take, take my Falcons here. Yeah, honestly, like a case can be made. I just don't now, see it going the other way. I'm going to stop basing my picks off of what you say because the last time you said I'm all over the Rams, you didn't take the Rams last week and they lost to Buffalo and I was mad at you. Yeah. Well, so, one of the everyone who's listening and does fantasy pick them, that one of the biggest pet peeves is when there's fucking consensus among picks. So I'm just gonna, I have to fuck with everyone now. Yeah, yeah. So these picks, he may not even feel those in his heart. Well, I except for the probably Jets. except for the Jets. The Jet, he loves the Jets, Jets until I die, dude. Rex Ryan still has left an imprint on this team, and it exists today. And there's toughness in that locker room. Let me tell you that. You like that take, Josh? Yep, I love that take. Uh cool. Raph, yo. How much time do we have? Uh, we are at fifty-one minutes. Oh, sick! We're chilling. Um, Love that. So, 
do we have okay so we have the debate to talk about do we have anything else we we could talk about your progression in learning how to skate josh well why don't we talk about that then because uh, unfortunately raf being isolated in his house could not attend the boys first real like scrimmage together it was just supposed to be like a skate together on the same ice but it turned into a little three-on-three scrimmy yeah which i got walked in but (laughs) josh explain maybe just start out and explain to me how like maybe what your perception of how how you thought your cardio would be to compared to how you actually felt um well fuck josh would you say that you're an out-of-shape person or no yes okay you're out of shape Okay. I would say so. After right. that, I got my ass handed to me. Um, yeah. But the only thing keeping me going was just like the, the enjoyment of playing hockey. Yeah. Like if I, if I truly like couldn't skate, like if I actually like couldn't skate and like my ankles were bending and they were hurting, I'd be like, fuck, what did I just put all this money into? But because I can skate, a little bit and makes it that much more fun. Yeah. But, oh my God, dude. Like I'm going to have to start going on some runs. Like I'm going to have to get the cardio up. Like I need to fucking <laughs> no, no, like seriously. Like I, I actually made that commitment. I'm like, I'm actually going to like start jogging. So like when I come onto the ice, like I can actually like handle being out there for a little bit. Well, that's so, uh, I mean, I shouldn't, I really should not talk you off that point. Like I shouldn't come in here and say, you don't need to do that. I mean, you don't need to do that. That'd be sick for yourself if you did that. You'd be ripped, dude. Girls would be all over you. Get your pick of the litter. Um, I, I mean, I already do, but like, no, I'm dude, joking. Just, I just strap a little, like, somehow strap a little cable machine to your nose and start doing nose lifts. Get that little <laughs> fucking nostril fit. You're good. You cut some meat dude. off that. But Elijah, like, I want you to explain to the listeners, like, buddy, like, was I buzzing out there or what? Well, okay, the listeners need to understand something is that in our group of 10 people, let's say that we're out there, let, let's just, sorry, let's cut it out. Let's cut it out to nine because we didn't really, because Jaden, like, whatever. He, he's already played before. But this group of eight guys, or is it nine without him? No, sorry. It was, it was no, it's nine without, including them. Yeah. So eight without him are kind of the guys that are going to roll with this team and this like group of friends that we've made into a hockey team. Out of those, those nine, sorry, eight people, fuck, I'm going to mess that number up so many times. I would say five of you guys are learning how to skate, right? Yeah. Five of them are learning how to skate. Like, Or who most, is it? Who's learning to skate? It's, it's me, you, Jordan, you, Jordan Bailey, Bailey, Brad, and oh, uh, what's his name? Stu was out there too. Yeah, he, Stu was he buzzing. He was flying out there. He's just a pure athlete in the blood. It's in his like, veins. He was stopping too. Like He could stop and everything. Yeah. For the rest of you guys though, like really don't know how to stop. You can take a few strides from from like back in the day but no stopping allowed and so yeah. i would say going into that day i didn't know who i like i, I have my money on jordan the guy's been attending some fucking stick and pucks public skates here and there but i was pleasantly surprised with fucking josh gertson dude this guy like you look like a natural out there man you're tall on the skates head up the whole time i yeah. mean you got burned just as many as any other guy out there, but but you like <laughs> you're crossing over, you're flying, dude. It's it's it was impressive. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like it feels so nice to just like just crossing over is huge because you actually gain so much fucking speed. Like you just fucking pick up so much momentum. It's actually nuts. Yeah. Um, 
that it, it felt good, I think. But dude, like stick handling though, and like my shot. Oh my god, dude! Like, don't put yeah. me on the all hands team. Do not do that. Yeah, it's funny because if you, I think if you told someone who doesn't know how to skate or stop, you'd say, "Hey, man, if I just like, if I put you on skates with a stick and puck, and you like don't have to skate, you just stand still and shoot." They'd probably think they'd be good at it, but it's actually really hard. Like, it's so much balance and like yeah. transfer of weight. Yeah, I agree. For yeah. sure. But it's it was fun. fun. It was a good time. And we're going to keep it going, though, at some point next week, yeah. hopefully. So. And what I would say, though, about like the whole running and cardio thing is, A, when you actually play in like even shinnies slash like other games, you're, you're not going to be skating as much as you were the other day. Like, we were playing oh, three on good. three with one sub or two subs. Like, that was, that was intense, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, and like even I, even I felt like I was gonna puke in my own pants. But <laughs> it was it was really fun. You got a lot of ice up there. Yeah, it was it was a good time. So I I am personally excited to see Raph out there though. Why, Raph? Can you Raph? Can you skate? Uh, I, I when I lived in Vancouver, I used to go ice skating a lot. That was like fuck, like fourteen. 15 years ago though so i haven't skated since then so i don't know anymore take me take me back to that day what were your skates like what were you like what were you doing out there i was good like i could like i could skate i could cross over i could do all that kind of stuff but i couldn't i never got a hang of the uh like the actual sideways stop okay the little hockey stop yeah yeah all right it's just like it's like a weird like commitment thing too where it's like it's like mind over matter for the most part but for whatever reason every time i thought about doing it it's like i was young i'd pussy out a little bit you know yeah totally Dude, that was the one thing I will say to my to my skating was that was my biggest thing, and I learned in one day. I learned in an hour. How yeah, that's not bad. You're with gonna like, teach the other guys, dude. Yeah, with like no help too. Like no one was there. I'm just like, huh. I'm like, let's just try and dude, do you this. Send it. Is that how you did it? Well, I didn't like skate fast, but I'm just like, okay. I'm like, let's just like try and go full foot sideways. Okay, that didn't really work. I'm kind of scraping, it's hurting my leg too much. Okay, let's try off the heel that you're trying to scrape out with, okay, that doesn't really make me stop. It kind of makes me go like sideways, starting with the toe. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that feels a little bit better. And then, and then eventually like my left foot as well, just kind of started to drag as well. I'm like, huh, like, okay, let's go faster. And then I just, and then I just kind of came and I'm like, shit, I can stop on one edge now. Yeah. It's very weird for me because when I started learning how to skate, like I was very bare bones. I couldn't even like, I couldn't do anything out there. I was falling. And yeah. so I learned yeah. like, that was what I learned. I learned how to stop first and then crossing over came way later. But that's yeah. like almost all you guys know how to cross over, at least going yeah. forward. Yeah. For and sure. I, can, I, I can cross over backwards better than I can cross over forwards. It's really that's weird. sick. Like I was seeing you out there, dude. You're like a ballerina out there with those big fucking thighs. <laughs> I, crossing I don't know if you saw backwards. almost every skate that I ever have. I'll always do it where I'll think I'm PK Subban and I'll just throw, I'll try and throw nine crossovers one after another. And I'll, on, on like the sixth one, I'll eat such big shit. It's so, it's so fun. But yeah, it's a good I time. love that. Oh um, I think we can move on though. It's hard for the listeners to put it in perspective. We got to get some video content of that one day though. It's, we it's we definitely stuff. do need some video content for sure. Um, all right, so we're moving on now. Uh, presidential debate, boys. I did not catch it live. I've seen some highlights. I've seen the captions. You've seen the memes. Is that officially number one draft pick of woats when it comes to presidential debates ever? Worst yes. of all time. Absolutely. Holy, sh- holy shit, man. That was wild. That was absolutely like despicable to watch like i thought like listening to like mitt romney like in the election against obama was like my dude i'm like this guy's fucking like out in left field with his takes 
like yeah. yesterday that was like to the rest of the world like i'm sorry but that was like embarrassing for both sides like it wasn't like don't get me wrong like i hate trump but like biden too man like that was awful Awful. Do you guys do you guys remember like four years ago when Trump was about to be elected? How many people tried moving over to live in uh, live in Canada? Yep, yeah, same thing happened yesterday. Same thing. Apparently, there were just like a bunch of Google searches about what the proper procedure is to move to Canada and all that kind of stuff coming from the states. <laughs> people are it's already like, starting to jump dude, ship. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, dude. There's <laughs> COVID, so you're actually stuck there. Have fun being American. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um, I actually think that this debate has the potential to maybe be the number one goat of all time. Because, like, <laughs> I can't remember the last time a debate got this much buzz. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? Maybe, though, it's maybe the, it's Donald the Trump first and Joe. One. It is. Mm. It's true. Well, what do they do? They do this one, then they do a VP debate. Do they do another presidential debate? Oh, yeah. No, there's there's multiple ones. Uh, I okay. forget. I forget how many there is, but I'm pretty sure there's like, I don't know, like six or seven. But you know what this reminded me of though, guys? You guys remember that <laughs> this reminded me of like the the press conference tour that Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor did before their epic fight. <laughs> that's what that's what this reminded me of. I'm <laughs> like, holy so shit, true. dude. I'm like, they just go at it and they like I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, there's just so many like similarities like of just like the other one just sits there and like just talk shit and then like they try and talk over each other i'm like oh my god this is ridiculous yeah so like, anyway I, I i would say maybe maybe they're just both in it together and they're just going for clickbait because dude like you could sell massive ads on this this is insane like totally i i've never searched up a debate before but once i <laughs> were you surprised when all you heard people say was that was the worst of all time and yeah, like you can't really be surprised, I guess. No, like literally what that was is that is literally like a debate between Elijah and Raph when they're both feeling petty and like yeah. neither one is right or wrong. They just want to argue. That you know, is okay, this is I'm going to make one this. note and it's going to piss every one of our friends off that's listening and both of you. If I if there is a moderator involved in a discussion of any of the arguments that we've had as friends before. I would say if there's a moderator involved, I'm winning 90% of those debates. No, no chance. Easy, oh easily. No. If there's so. a moderator and like bipartisan judges, I'm winning 90% of those debates. No, you won't because you let your emotions get in the way. I, <laughs> I'm actually one of the most emotionally even keel people alive. Fact. It's actually the most, it's actually the emotionally involved that cannot see their own emotional involvement. See, this is why, like, I feel like we need to get a debate of you and Raph because Raph will always play, or I shouldn't say always, sorry, Raph, but he will most likely play the devil's advocate. And yeah. Elijah is very opinionated. Yeah. So even though, like, Elijah will always have like good points or I shouldn't say always I'm not going to pump your tires too much majority of the time have good points there's always like a counter argument which is why I think you guys are such good friends because like there's there's like the the innovator and the levitator like there's a bunch of ideas throwing flowing through Elijah's small little dome and then it's and then it's Raph's kind of logical thinking that brings those ideas to life, but is able to recognize the bullshit and be like, no, 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 that doesn't work. Let's try it this way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you I phrase get from it. You guys. Yeah, you phrase it in a very like democratic way. In a nice way. 
because yeah. I'm nice. And that's why I'd be the perfect moderator because I respect both you fucking Well, losers. okay, let me ask you something. Getting back <laughs> to this debate here. What, I keep hearing, like, I, I probably should have done my research a bit and, and seen what Joe said. But hearing that, like, they both lost and that they both were embarrassing. Like, I, I know without even watching what Trump did. Like, I know he, I know he brought up his son. As, I think, <laughs> having, like, a cocaine ha- having a cocaine habit. Yeah, That's like, fucking savage. like all the that? things that Trump's known for, like, just literally left field shit. What yeah. I don't know is what did Joe Biden do? That was like, I know he told him to shut up. I guess that's unpresidential, whatever. He called him a clown. He also called him a clown, yeah. That's pretty legitimate. But like, I get it. Also, like, not very debate-like. But yeah, even like, even if you tell me everything that Joe Biden did, I don't understand. Like, what? let's say that you were debating Trump. Like, what do you think is the best way to defeat Trump in a debate? Because I actually think, like, whether or not he's just like a complete moron and doesn't know that or he does know that and he's doing it on purpose either way he's very hard to debate against you know you let himself dig his own grave that's what you do yeah no but but you can't though see that see that's where i disagree do you think that's because of do you think that's just because of the people who are watching the debate and the general public yes because the american people are not that smart majority of them um, I'm sorry. No, but like, I'm sorry to say like, that is like, that's a fact. So well, yeah. And it's, if there's but, any American out there that's listening to this and is mad at us saying that it, it's just very plainly us saying that for every one smart American out there, there's most likely one dumb American. Totally. And that's so, like not rude to say, cause you're probably the smart one if you're listening. So here's my thing though, is you can be nice democratic joe biden and just stand idly by why this guy fucking chirps you but like eventually though like dude like i have to hand it to joe like this guy didn't do that like he's like no like fuck you like i'm gonna stand my ground like if you want to get into a chirp contest like i'll fucking chirp you but i think what joe needs to do is like dude you're gonna have to get down and dirty if you want to win this election like trump has always done that because he is such a simple talker that appeals to the dumb com- common denominator, which is the average American citizen. Again, I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah, um, it's like the 52 percent is what we're yeah, thinking, or maybe, maybe it's the 49, but it's it's like it's the electoral college 49 percent. But but you're gonna have to get down and dirty because like, look, like everyone, all the educated people that know Joe Biden are most likely gonna vote for Joe Biden. Right. Like they know what he's about. So if he just instantly for like just on TV, just starts calling this guy a fucking clown and like and actually chirping this guy, people are going to be like, okay, he's just stooping down to Trump's level, but only for this. Like we know what he's good for. Like, but he's just trying to appeal to the people that Trump is trying to appeal to because they appeal to different audiences. Yeah. So it appeals to the smarter American. Trump does not. That's that's what I would have I would have said that prior to this this debate is that if he like wants to if Joe Biden wants to be considered successful and the winner of this debate then that's probably what he has to do but mm-hmm. it sounds like that's what he did and he's kind of looked at as an equal loser in this debate so I, I guess I'm kind of confused as to like well, what can he possibly do to win it if that's what he tried. Well, no, I, I feel like the winning and losing, I think they both got pegged as losers because nothing was actually like, like talked about. 
yeah. because Trump did Trump deflected as he always did or does yeah. and just puts the blame on someone, puts it on Joe. And, and yes. like that and that's how he wins. Like if you were to like if you were to put a true Republican candidate, like a true Republican, like fucking Mitt Romney or fucking fuck, I'd even take George W. Bush. Like these guys are like they're educated, like they're smart, like they're not dumb. Like yeah. you put an educated <laughs> Can we mark can we fucking watermark this episode as the time that Josh said George Bush is not dumb? Like yeah, he's absolutely. pretty dumb. Sorry, but like he's yeah, but I mean like he's yeah, he's pretty like, Josh, fool, he is, fool me once. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? What was the actual quote? It's like <laughs> it's like Oh, I don't know. It's like, uh, (laughs) fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you or some shit. I don't know. I'll figure it out. You keep talking. But it's, it's just, no, but like I put George W in that conversation because compared to Trump, W Bush is literally like a fucking Einstein compared to this guy. It's true. Yeah. So like, sorry, I should, yeah, I probably should have said that as a disclaimer compared to Trump. Like anyone from the Republican Party would have been better, and and Biden wouldn't have gone after him unless it was Trump. Like that's that's just the way I see it. He was just so, trying to sling shit back. That's all it was. They're just shit slingers. Yeah. So the quote was from George Bush. He said, "There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's oh, in God. Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, <laughs> fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again.'" <laughs> Such an idiot! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's the most presidential thing you could say. Like, if you say that in a debate, you're getting elected. <laughs> that's the undecided voter taking your side. You know, oh so god. I want to say on on so, Ralph. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say. You know what I'd love to see during this debate? What's that? I would just love the camera to like cut away from Trump and Biden at one point, and then just go to like some sort of underground parking lot where. Out of nowhere, Bernie Sanders just walks in and makes like a WWE entrance and just shows up at yeah. a fucking event. <laughs> a fucking cold entrance and just yeah. stunners Trump. hundred percent. It'd be so cool. Probably throws his own back doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> He's broken him in half. <laughs> Buddy. Um uh, on Raph's point about kind of making him dig his own grave, I actually do think there's a combination of mostly that that is the way to win this debate. Like I think you almost have to you you almost have to pretend he's not even in the room. Like if you just if you just like every time you answer a question and you try and talk and he talks over you and you just let him talk and let the moderator tell him to shut up and then you just continue telling your point and like every time he tries to provoke you, maybe just to, like I would I would maybe give very very plain straightforward answers and say like if they ask a question about COVID, I'd say like the president sucks at it. I'll do this, and if he tries interrupting you, just like wait, and you make him look like an idiot. Just do the yeah, whole like kill him I, with I kindness what, type thing? Not No, but no, kill him with kindness would be like kind of acknowledging him and saying like, yeah, you speak, go ahead. But I would honestly just pretend like he's not even in the room. Like I would never acknowledge him once and just like talk to, I would talk to the moderator and the camera and that's it. Because I know presidents are known for like trying to like talk to them and talk down to them. But just like, dude, this guy's not worth like, he'll, he'll win at that game. So just talk to the camera. Maybe, maybe that's yeah, wrong. Maybe true. I haven't watched enough debate culture in my life, but that's what I would do. Yeah, but I'm easily going to be watching the next one. But like to be, you know, you know, what's actually nuts, though, is Raph, did you watch it or no? No, I just saw highlights. 
Okay, so the moderator, though, I was texting my stepmom because she is huge into politics, like huge. Um, that guy actually works for Fox News. And really? I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, that guy actually held Trump like in check, like pretty fucking uh, well. well. People, people said that he was kind of a pushover, but he did try is what I'll say. Yeah, is he that did like, try. But like, like for Trump steamrolled that, him. But someone that works for Fox News, though, like, dude, like Trump always talks about Fox News. And like, you know, as much as you got like walked over, like, yeah, I, I thought he was taking Joe's side majority of the time. I'm really, I'm really interested to see if this Joe Rogan idea picks up any more steam after this, because like you guys heard about that, how Joe Rogan was like, they talked about yeah. it on their podcast, how he should moderate a debate, just the two of them. And like, I just, that, that was a very, tw- like at first when you hear that, you're like, no, that's not the world we live in. Like that's, that's just too weird. Like that wouldn't happen. But then again, you realize it's fucking 2020. And then you look at the politics of like how things actually work nowadays. And you're like, you know what? That actually is kind of like par for the course. And I think after a debate like that, this has to pick up steam a little bit. Because what you're saying after this debate is you're saying like, this is like the, the moderator's not doing his job. Trump's talking over each other and they're not getting anything done. Well, if you go on to Joe Rogan, like, I'm sorry, he'll like, he'll just make, he'll make fun of you. He'll make you look like an idiot if you, if you make the, the, the debate look like an idiot. So I, yeah, that, that's where I see it. Yeah, I mean, also, it'll be interesting to see the second one. Apparently, there's going to be a lot more rules in place as well. Like, I don't know how you kind of instill rules that someone just won't shut the fuck up like Trump did. So, yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. But do we have anything else here, boys, or is that it? That's about it, I think. All right. right. Well, that's episode 86 in the books. Uh, We're hoping the next one's not going to be over Discord. But if it is, we're pretty talented at all sides of this. So don't worry. We'll be ready for it. So, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that's it. Never mind. Fuck yeah. Later, boys. Oh, harder, baby.